Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am so excited to hear everything you guys have to say about everything going on in Jetsland. Lots of stuff to talk about. We'll get the chicken out. We'll start our call-ins at 8.15 today. I like this. We'll go for the full two hours. Really want to hear what you guys have to say about the draft. Want to hear what you say about uh, maybe some Solomon Thomas. Your thoughts on Tyree Kill. We haven't had our discussion since then. So I want to hear about it. Got some uh, Voodoo Ranger IPA tonight. Not too shabby. Thank you guys for jumping in the chat. See Anzi, Steven, NY Jets Superfan, Gangrene Goliath, Jose, Matthew. Steven says, Ryan pulling a uh, Let's Talk Jets, Jets radio move, subscribers only. Yeah, you know what? I, like, subscribers only because I, I wind up getting these, like, I think they're porn bots, <laughs> like, in the chat that wind up sending, like, all this, like, junk. And it's not a whole lot of uh, fun to see that. And plus, maybe if people are not subscribed, they'll subscribe uh, because it's uh, subscriber-only chat. But who knows? Maybe we'll see. Matthew says, put on the hat or I'm leaving. All right, why is this so tiny? Let's make that bigger. Bam! It's a good-looking comment right there. Put on the hat. I'm a sucker for pleasing people. Bam! How do I do this? It's hard when you're looking in the camera and trying to put, <laughs> put something on your head in reverse. There we go. That'll work. Joe S is in the chat. Harlan. Mitt. Patrick. Mark. Love you guys. Benjamin Wynn says the way Will Smith slapped Chris Rock is what you should do to Richard Delgado. <laughs> that was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Jets talk with Tigo. Is this you trying to find out if we would sub to your OnlyFans? <laughs> if I had an OnlyFans. Oh, God. Oh, here's an awkward situation, right? Speaking of OnlyFans, it's not really OnlyFans <laughs> related, but I had, I had to go for a physical today. And uh, I, I strike up a conversation with the doctor, you know, just making sure everything's healthy, good to go. Uh, he finds out he's a member <laughs> at the uh, facility I work at. I was like, oh, great. This guy's about to touch my balls. <laughs> this is like the weirdest thing ever. Whatever. So now I might see him around the golf course. So we'll see. Steven says, you got to do things for the people who are helping you pay for expenses for the baby coming. Yes. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate the super chats. Appreciate, appreciate you guys watching the, the videos and uh, sitting through the ads and whatnot. Babies due June 11th. We think we have a baby name picked out. We're working on the middle name. Not entirely sure where we're going to go with that one. Ugh. <laughs> Ball talk 24-7. Oh, sorry. Did he say you had more beer in your blood? <laughs> more beer than blood in your veins. No, actually, I had a really good resting heart rate. My resting heart rate was, heart, resting heart rate was like 55. 
He's like, do you work out? I was like, ugh, no. <laughs> I, I flap my arms and pretend I'm a pilot sometimes. Steven says his birthday is on June 10th. Maybe baby girl will be born on June 10th. Might, might be sharing a birthday. <laughs> Braden says, Braden goes, uh, that's taking the term golfing buddies to a whole new level. Golfing already sort of has a bunch of innuendos kind of looped in with it. Lots of shafts and balls and holes. Never great. <laughs> bar gifted, bar bargified, bargified. Is Manscaped paying you for this conversation? No. No sponsorship at the moment, believe it or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jerome, are you nice and trimmed down there for your doctor's visit? Wouldn't you like to know? I'm going to keep that between me, myself, and I. Duncan goes, if it's a boy, name it. If it's a girl, name it. I like it. I might have to go with something jet-related. Maybe not something quite as, uh... Quite as iconic, maybe? We'll go that way. Chris, thank you for the super chat, brother. Says, joined, and you're talking about starting OnlyFans LMAO. Okay, then, sorry. Uh, did you guys see that story about the OnlyFans girl whose dad was subscribed to her? That's not good. That's, that's ridiculous. Vinster says, sometimes I like being in the sand trap, though. Hopefully you don't have sand down there. <laughs> that would not be good. Ooh, here's a good one. Cam says, preference between A.J. Brown, Samuel, and Metcalf. Uh, I would say A.J. Brown would probably be my top option, just because of, like, a team chemistry standpoint. You're probably dealing with, with weird issues with each of these guys. With Metcalf, you're probably dealing with a little bit more of, like, a, the, the beginnings of a diva personality. Um, but he's just a freak of nature. Uh, Samuel has a lot of miles on his legs right now between the touches and everything from the last year. He had like twice as many yards as Metcalf have. Samuel's incredible. I would say AJ Brown and Samuel would probably be my two, two guys I would prefer. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I would, well, I'd like any of them. AJ Brown, I'll say AJ Brown, Metcalf, then Samuel. I like Samuel a lot, but, um, there might be something that, uh, you know, might be something to the whole, he had a better year without LaFleur than with LaFleur. I don't particularly like it, but I would imagine it would probably, um, we'd probably use them similarly, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Max, thank you for the super chat, dude. Says, what are the chances the Jets draft a tackle at four? As a Giants fan, I'm hoping one of the two tackles falls to five. I think you guys are going to get one of the tackles, for sure. Um, I would imagine the Jags are between Hutchinson and Icky at this point and it's you know they have their left tackle they have their right guard maybe icky slots in at left guard or right tackle uh potentially or they decide to put someone opposite josh allen in the trenches then you go to the lions at two which i think they're going malik willis but let's say they if they don't go malik willis i think they're going defense i don't think they're going with an offensive lineman the Texans are are a wild card for me. I don't really know where they go. I kind of pegged them for Kyle Hamilton just because they have the two first-round picks. Maybe they just go best player on the board. They lost Reed. You know, maybe that's some rationale for it. I don't know. 
Uh, as far as the Jets go, I think the Jets are going with an edge rusher at four or they're going to go Sauce Gardner. So I think it's one of those two. So I do think the Giants are going to get at least the number two tackle or guard or, or lineman. There's three really at the top of the draft. You're looking at Neal, Equanu, and Cross. So I, I think you guys are in good shape. I would imagine, I'll try to keep an eye on the chat. Let me know who you guys are targeting with your seventh pick. Because I think a lot of Giant fans want that that offensive lineman at five. And then the Panthers are probably O-line slash quarterback. And then the Giants at seven are kind of a wild card. Because I don't know, I would imagine the Jets go edge at four. And then we see what happens at 10, who's there. Uh, we'll see. Slugo, congratulations. Thank you. Brayden goes, if it's a boy, eagle. If it's a girl, birdie. Could do that. Um, <laughs> you hear about the OnlyFans girl who had a fan living in her house without her noticing. Oh, no, I, the reason she found out she heard her mom's voice in the background of the video. Oh, man, that's that's crazy. Uh, Blitzcrew says, are you saying OnlyFans dad shouldn't support her daughter? No, I, I think she he can support her and make sure she's safe. But I don't know if signing up for her nudes is, like, the only thing uh, you could do. You could probably go a bunch of different routes that way. <laughs> Matthew says, name the baby green bean. Chris, thank you for the super chat again, brother. He says, by the way, AJ Brown went out with elijah moore the other day i know they're friends but js oh just so you know uh you gotta think he's in his ear right well aj brown said something about i i can only control what i can control i think that was a tweet from the 26th so two days ago um and he's up for a big contract so there's there's going to be a situation where does he go after the big money in tennessee tennessee only has like four million dollars this year in salary cap space and they only have like 14 million next year and they got to sign their draft class for both years so that's going to be a little bit of an issue for them uh moving forward and that totally spooked me <laughs> i forgot that i had the camera switching <laughs> at the same time oh that was confusing um so yeah i would hope aj brown and elijah moore are in each other's ears i would love to have aj brown dk metcalf too like dk metcalf played with elijah moore too lots of stuff steven says can somebody answer this for me did i hear aj brown has a knee issue he's been banged up so i don't know uh i don't know what his ailments are but i do like him i think he's absolutely legit uh let's see d santana ryan how's it feel to pay for the bills new stadium i'm not paying for it because i live in new jersey <laughs> that's so the uh the bills i think they're getting like is it a $1.4 billion stadium and like $800 million of it is paid for by the taxpayers? Screw these owners. You got to be kidding me. You guys are making money hand over fist and you got to take tax money from the, from the state? No way. Get out of here. At least if they do that, they should have to like repay it with dividends. Like a loan. That's what I think. But yeah, I heard about that. I think it's ridiculous. I do like that the Jets and Giants built their stadium to the best of my knowledge, with no taxpayer money. It was all footed by uh, the two owners. <laughs> B2B. Whoa, side view. I know. Whoa, wait a second, Thomas. He says, copy an O'Leary with a second camera. That's not true. You see that? Uh, well, you can probably see it in a little bit of the, the frame right 
or is it right there? Nope, right there. That little black thing up in the corner? That was the mount for my original camera that I did over a year ago. So I've had, <laughs> had the second camera. O'Leary spooked me with it. I, I was watching his uh, Braxton Berrios uh, video, and I was like, whoa, second camera. I love it. And this one I just got over here. So it switches on and off a little bit. Gonzo, thank you for the super chat, says, hey, Ryan. I plan to call in because I got a funny slash disturbing, disturbing words, disturbing Deshaun Watson inside story that I want, to t that I want all Jet fans to hear. Ooh, I do want to hear that. Hopefully it's not like too, too bad and it's not like awful, but I would like to, uh, I would like to hear it. Uh, phone calls are going to start in just a minute. Make sure you hit that like button, says Hayden. Thank you. Camera Shank says 35 and 38 for A.J. Brown. Yes, all day. I do think that the Jets are going to trade back up for a wide receiver. I think that's in the cards because they don't, they, they were willing to give up two seconds and a third to get their wide receiver. So I think they view those picks as potentially expendable uh, for the right type of player. Now, that doesn't mean they like any of the wide receivers in this class more than they like Tyree Kill. That could, you know, be something else. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to, I don't think they go receiver with their first two picks. I really don't. Keith says, love in the sauce to the Jets rumors today. I, guys, I really think it's going to happen. I, I was having an argument, and I think he's in the chat. Where, do you, where was his name? I think it was Jose. Was it Jose? Were you the one saying it? Yeah, Jose Cornel. Him and I were going back and forth in the comment section earlier, and uh, he's like, Ryan, there's no way the Jets are going with a cornerback at four. I was like, I understand. Like, a lot of people don't think it's a need because they like Bryce Hall. We just signed DJ Reed, and I can completely understand. Like, I, I do think it's probably... Smart to go edge rusher at four, and then, you know, when you're reading the tea leaves, you're probably thinking wide receiver at 10, but I think there's a lot of depth at receiver in this draft, and I think I'd be willing to get another top player at the top end of this draft and go with maybe a trade-up for a receiver or even take one at 35. Um, but yeah, dude, I think Sauce is a realistic, realistic option for the Jets at four because I think there's going to be a lot of edge rushers. If you're playing the whole you know, where do guys go game? If the Jet, Let's say the Jets have the opportunity to get the second best pass rusher in this draft. Now you're talking, if we take Sauce, that means the Giants likely go offensive line. The Panthers likely go offensive line or quarterback. So it's still falling down. No one has taken the second edge rusher yet. The Giants at seven could be that slot where they wind up taking, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau or, or one of the edge rushers. So let's say that's the second spot. Then you have Atlanta... Seattle, and then us. Atlanta could definitely be wide receiver. They have no one there. And then you talk about the uh, the Seahawks. I know they want an offensive lineman, but I don't know if there's a guy that's going to fall to them at that point. They could go cornerback because they lost Reed to us. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I like the... I like the uh, stuff about sauce. Steven says, all the stuff that comes out is all smokescreen stuff. Haven't we learned this in the past? What are we trying to do? Are we trying to get someone in front of us to take sauce Gardner? Maybe at 10, we're trying to get someone to pull the trigger before him. So someone falls, I guess it's possible. You could, if, if you're trying to get like Atlanta to pull the trigger on a corner, then maybe oh, the top wide receiver falls to you at 10. 
<laughs> Michael goes, hey, bucko, why you streamed for six seconds earlier? I streamed earlier just to get my thoughts about Solomon Thomas off my chest because I it wasn't something... When I, when I edit a video, like an actual video, it takes a substantial amount of time. <laughs> so for such a small signing, I figured, you know, one three-minute video on my thoughts real quick. And uh, that's just it. Financially and sanity-wise doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to put too much effort into that particular type of video. Uh, and it means I can pump out some more content. Talking Jets with Tigo says, I like what Richie of Jets Media said, that if we go edge wide receiver at 4 and 10, that we wouldn't be surprised if the Jets trade back into the 20s for Linderbaum, possibly. What do you think about this plan? I... Yeah, no, I I mean, I could see that if Linderbaum falls that far. I have a tough time seeing him fall past Baltimore because they just lost Bozeman. Um, so I think that might be where they end up going. I still, I don't think wide receiver at 10 is happening. I know it's like a lot of people want it, but I just, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Scoob, would you be upset if the Jets took Hamilton at 10? Daniel Jeremiah tweeted he heard his 40 time was low four sevens at his pro day. Possibly he falls. I. I mean, I guess I would... You'd have to consider him at 10. I don't want him at all at number four. Thomas, dropping in with a super chat, says, can't trust Becton now, going to need an offensive tackle. Why can't we trust Becton now? All right, hold on. Let me clear the air on some stuff because there was a lot of people saying a lot of things on Twitter earlier uh, about Robert Sal's press conference, and I think it's a lot of people that are trying to take little bits of sound clips and, like, skew some things because his entire conversation was positive today from Makai Becton to George Fant to Carl Lawson about the wide receivers like literally everything about this whole thing was positive and it seems like he was just talking about how you know Becton's a big dude it's going to take him a little bit longer to to heal after the knee injury um I would I, I think we can trust Becton right now if they don't think they can trust Becton then yeah I mean tackle's got to be on the board and then you got to consider you know moving him but I, I don't think that's the right move. I think he's going to be a uh, staple here for a long time. Or I hope so, at least. All right. Let's see. Let's pull this comment off the screen. Where did it go? Bam. And let's pull the phone number up. Boys and girls, numbers on the screen. I want to hear your thoughts on everything Jets. And, uh, yeah, talk to me. You get three minutes on the clock. And then I shoot you across the uh, the screen with the chicken. After three minutes, ah, boom! The, you're out of here! Ooh. I spy Dick Delgado. He says, Chris Rock took a better shot than Geno Smith. Ooh, that's true. That's a good joke. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, Chris Rock, when he got smacked by Will Smith, he was still smiling. You gotta know his next stand-up bit's gonna be uh, including that. Call from Winton. Hey, brother, what's up? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's going on? No, not much, not much. Talk to me. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, uh, I think that the Jets go sauce at four. You know, a lot of Jets fans out there thinking we should go edge, but mm -hmm. we got a guy that, you know, had the stat lines probably as top five greatest corners that ever played college football, you know. He put up, I think, 130 yards mm -hmm. against guys that went against him and stuff like that. Never gave up a touchdown in over a thousand snaps. It's like, come on now, he's a premier guy. We have to take him. Now, Dude, at he... 10, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was going to say he's filthy. Sorry. <laughs> I yeah, keep stepping he... on your toes. <laughs> no, go on. What, what do you think we should do at 10? Uh, 10, honestly, I think we should go edge. I think a guy like mm-hmm. Jermaine Johnson or something like that should be in the mix or in the fold. But 35 is a pick where, you know, a lot of guys think about trading back up to get mm-hmm. guys like Jameson Williams and stuff since we can't get Tyreek. So there's a lot of options for the Jets to do right now. Um, That's an interesting you point. I hadn't Matt, considered you... Will... Jameson Williams being similar to Tyreek with the speed and everything like that. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but would you be mad if we get a guy like Nicole to be a fill-in? Or Hardman? Someone? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, because they gave two seconds for Tyreek, so you can just get the second guy up. Hmm. I don't know. I Is he a free agent right now, or is he a? Uh, would we have to trade for him? Oh, you have to trade for him. I don't think I want to trade for anyone unless they're like a premier guy. So like an AJ Brown, a Metcalf. I do think Claypool's on the table. Um, I don't know if Samuel is. I think that that city would revolt if they wound up trading Samuel. But what do you think you'll be willing to give up for Samuel? Since they just got in talks and say like they're looking a good way for his contract extension. I think I like enough. Wait, are you talking about like one of those guys, Samuel Brown and Metcalf? Yeah, like Samuel. If if you have an mm-hmm. opportunity to get Samuel, what would you give up? I'd do the same package that Tyreek was given. You know, two seconds and a third. He's 27 years old, so he's a little younger than Tyreek. You know, you know he's kind of a uh, a scheme fit as far as, like, an offense goes. But I don't know. I, I like a lot of the receivers in this draft, so it's, it's tough. I do like – maybe it's a little less. Maybe it's two seconds. Yep, that's all I have. Thank you. Dude, I love it. Thank you so much for calling in. You have been ejected from the cockpit. (laughs) Who we got on the phones? Call from Gonzo. To accept, press 1. Gonzo, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, man? How are you? Ah, just hanging in there. Talk to me. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I I know I only got three minutes. I would normally ask a question, but I just want to share that Deshaun Watson story real quick. Ooh, let's go. Uh, yeah, basically, so I'm from Houston, so I'm, I'm not a Texans fan. I'm a diehard Jets fan. But you know what? Hold actually, on. I'm going to ta- I'm gonna take the, the timer off so that way you could tell it in its entirety. Go. Okay, okay. It's been a minute, so I'm going to try to remember everything. It, mm-hmm. I, let me, I retract what I said about it being funny because it's actually kind of more That's, disturbing. Anyway. Um, I, I understand what you're going for. Anyway, so uh, – so uh, he signed his he signed his extension before he got traded. What mm-hmm. like a year ago, right? Yep. Yeah, it was and like I it was like signed... August or September of twenty twenty. Right. Was he he was like twenty four or twenty five, right? He was young. Yeah, twenty four, I think. Okay, so about a year before he signed that extension, actually, before all the smoke kind of came out of uh, him not wanting to be there, everything so everything was going pretty well and. In Houston, and I have a buddy who was much younger younger than me. And at the time, he was a he was a senior in uh, in high school. I'm not going to name the high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, about a year after, no, a few months after he graduated, so that was a while ago. Before, mm-hmm. still before the extension, he shows me a he shows me a video of uh, of a girl that's in his class, mm-hmm. and that girl was only about 17, maybe 18. I, I don't want to okay. I don't want to like uh, assume or accuse. Okay. But she was about 17 and 18, but she's she's in high school. Mm-hmm. And it's straightforward. Deshaun Watson, he's DMing a girl. And she's actually she actually does OnlyFans now. So um, 
he was uh, he was DMing a 17 year 18 year old girl at that time, and this was before ev- everything came out. So at the time, at the time, if she's 18, then obviously you know technically sure, like yeah. it's legal, and but it's still pretty creepy that he's a an adult millionaire talking to a high schooler that's probably barely getting out of fifth period. It's very yeah. very very freaking weird. That's yeah. The whole high school thing, regardless of age, you know, is weird. Even if you're like. I don't care how old you are in high school. It just it feels odd. Um, yeah, hopefully she was eighteen. Jesus Christ, that's 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 not not okay at all. I I'm I'm pretty I, sure she, I'm pretty sure she was because I think he was a senior. But either way, it's it. So so then let's then let's mm-hmm. kind of like fast forward now to to kind of all the allegations and stuff. I personally believe that he's a creep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of go back to what happened earlier with this stuff, yeah. and it just kind of makes sense and. Now I kind of go back and uh, during that time when I really, really loved Deshaun Watson to be traded to the Jets before all the bad stuff started happening, yeah. and I'm, 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 I'm very glad we didn't get him. There were rumors like that of Mark, I think, at one point, uh, Sanchez back in 2009 or 10, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think it was a girl at a bar, though. I I don't know if it was a fake ID or something. Something crazy happened. But oh man, dude, that's wild. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get some more Jeff talk. But that's a that's a friggin' crazy story. You better Jeff. That's it. You're out of here. Hopefully everyone's all right, and that is not um, anything illegal going on. I don't want to hear anything like that. That's that's ugh. not good. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. All right, phone numbers on the screen. You have three minutes to plead your case. See what you got. Call from Milan. To accept. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, thanks, man. You know how hard it is to call your show, man? I made it. Dang, that's like I see all the little numbers show. popping up the side. It goes flying by. I wish I could do like a call waiting kind of a thing, but I don't. I don't know how no, to do that. No, it's good. It's good the way you guys, because you make this work, man. I appreciate it. And I'm glad to be on the show, man. So what do you got for me? Ah, oh, good stuff. Tell, what do you want to see, you know, in the draft? Where do you think they go at four? What do you want to see them do at 10? Talk to me. What do you want to talk about? Well, I'm looking in the uh, in the future. We, we, we're going to have to spend a lot of money on these first-round picks. We're, we're accumulating a lot of them here. So I'm thinking, you know, four years down the road, how, how are we going to afford to pay everybody? Um, but obviously Joe, if Joe Douglas is going to be around, we hope he is, uh, he'll figure it out. But, um, so Solomon Thomas, I saw that. I'm like, okay, wow, we don't need to end anymore. I'm like, well, wait a second. Yeah, we do. He's, <laughs> he's not the third overall pick we all thought he was, but, um, mm-hmm. I would really like to trade back that fourth pick maybe with, um, Atlanta to sneak up ahead of Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I really hope there's a QB battle there. We can just drop a couple spots. Because you can still get the Jermaine Johnson, the Trayvon Walker, hopefully mm-hmm. a DN in that spot. You know, I'd like to get Kayvon Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I think if Joe Douglas can swing a trade there and just drop a couple spots so someone can jump up to get a quarterback, mm-hmm. even with uh, number 10 to drop back to 18 or 20 or something like that. I mean, knowing sure. Joe Douglas, he's going to start still build for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we saw that with a couple of years ago, we traded back to draft Denzel Mim, and he had Chase Claypool right there. So we know mm-hmm. how that can hurt us sometimes. But um, I've heard rumors of ways. the Jets sliding back from four to twenty with the Steelers for a monster a, deal. 
I would imagine we'd, why maybe we right the wrong of passing on Claypool at that time and we get him at, at this point in, in time. He's 23 years old. And you know what? Old. Why not? Because we, we have number 10. I mean, yeah. we, we got a number 10 pick, so it's like, yeah, drop down to 20. I mean, having 10 and 20 and then maybe a first round next year and a first round after that, I mean, like I said, man, he, I, I really hope – I would like that, that scheme because, you know, we're, we built a lot of pieces in free agency, and now you look, it's like, well, what do we really need? Yes, we need a D-line. Well, we mm-hmm. can get one. I mean, there's plenty out there at 10. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the best, but there are very good ones. And like yeah, I, said, I think there's four or five players, that I would love to have. And remember, not all players draft, drafted in the top 20 are, are, are you know, legitimately pro, pro bowlers. You can get guys in the third and fourth. Like I said, this whole draft. So if you're going to move down 20 picks, let's do it. And, and if the guy that's going to get the best of the deal is going to be Joe Douglas. Now, here's what I want to say. We've had a losing record with Joe Douglas so far. I don't want to see us fans jumping ship. If we have another losing record next season, he is not on the hot seat because he is making all the right moves. You're out of here! You've been ejected from the cockpit. I do agree. I don't think Joe Douglas is necessarily on the hot seat with that type of uh, stuff because he's been making all the right moves outside of it, too. Uh, Talking Jets Atigo says, Ryan, where did you hear that? Asking so I can show my Steelers fans and get them upset. So it's nowhere that I heard it uh, publicly. This is someone that appears to be a pretty reliable source and i don't know yet i'm just waiting to kind of verify things but that's where i'm hearing it from call from eddie z from north carolina to accept press eddie what's good dude welcome to the cockpit hey ryan how you doing today i'm hanging in there talk to me how would you attack the nfl draft okay Sauce Gardner is a unicorn. Ah, I love it. He is. <laughs> dude, he's so good. Two and a half. Six, yeah, dude. Two and a half. 220. Runs oh. a 4 3 40. He's got 30, what, 33 inch arms. Oh, dude, he's He massive. hasn't given up a touchdown in his college career, and he only gave up like 130 yards passing last year. Mm-hmm. How do you not take this guy? He will solidify. Our cornerback room. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what our cornerback room would be like? And well, that's what and, I'm and that's bullshit. People, I wouldn't like, trade any of these guys. Dude, I wouldn't trade any of them. I yeah, keep no. them all. Yeah. Well, because cool now is, like, we you, have you, you have that whole like. Okay, I understand we brought in DJ Reed, but like I think him and Hall are going to wind up competing against one another because their contracts are going to be up in two years, and then you can see which one you want to extend. Because ideally, what what competing? There's yeah. there's teams we're going to go against that are going to be running five wide receivers. Well, that's and fair we will too. Have, and we will have the guys with these skills to – it's going to be insane. We will get sacks from coverage. Mm-hmm. We will have coverage sacks. Could you imagine how freaking insane this cornerback room is? Plus, if anyone gets hurt, it's not like we're going from first-teamers to fourth-teamers. We'll go from first-teamers to bona fide, you know, 1A, one 1Bs. One We'll be going from 1A cornerbacks to 1B cornerbacks. There won't be that big of a drop-off. We will have quality. We will have depth. And that room will be set for the next five freaking years. Done. Dude, dude, I love sauce. And that's just it. Like, I I understand where people are a little concerned because they feel like, you know, the top corner in the game and uh, Jalen Ramsey was getting roasted 
you know, left and right. And it's like, okay, how much does a corner really impact? But if the corner can create more opportunities via, you know, an interception, gives you an extra, uh, an offensive possession or something like that, you know, you kind of have to assume every offensive drive is going to end in points in some capacity. So you have to like... Could you imagine Josh Allen trying to find an open receiver with these guys? Oh, dude, I hope we can like, we, we need a, we need a, uh, we need both, right? Like we need the coverage for sure. Cause we had big time issues with that, but we need the edge rush presence as well. Cause that's, if you can stop the quarterback from throwing or pressure him into throwing a bad ball, like that's, that'll work hand in hand. Cause maybe Thibodeau or Walker or Jermaine Johnson is coming off the edge and it forces him to throw a bad ball to DJ Reed or sauce that turns into an interception going the other way. So it's definitely, uh, a two- even if he has time, he'll, he'll, they, they might get frustrated and try to force one anyway. Yeah. And that's the hope. That's right? the whole thing. The frustration, they'll, they'll, they'll get frustrated. Boom! You're out of here. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls numbers on the screen. Three minutes to plead your case. Talk to me. What we got going on? Ooh, you know what? Hold on, I've got a super chat that I did not get to. So I'm going to boot that phone call out of, the, out of the way. Let me go back to nose kills. Sorry, nose kills. Nose kills. Whew. Sorry, let me... I'm moving things around on the screen and it's throwing things off. Uh, eh. Let's make that a little smaller. Too small. All right. Nose kills drops in with a super chat. Thank you, brother. Says my off-topic wish list for next season. Number one, the offensive line starts to fight because Zach took a hit. Yes, that is huge, and I think that's a big reason why we're looking at center. I think that I think Douglas and Salah not thrilled with McGovern right now. Um, I have nothing to go on because of that, but it's my my you know piecing things together. I got the the cork board with the strings going around. Jensen. Linderbaum, Zion Johnson, Bozeman, all guys that are nasty. And then we see Robert Sal today talking about how they liked the nastiness that Lakin Tomlinson brought and the, the, the thing he brought on game day. So I agree. I think they're looking to protect Zach and get aggressive if someone hits our quarterback because that was something that irked me to no end last year. Belichick breaks a Microsoft Surface pad against the Jets. That would be incredible. I want him throwing something like across the benches (laughs) and he just loses his mind. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Jamal Adams bursts out to the media after the Hawks 10th loss. Oh man, that would be so great. I want the one thing that I'm like sort of hoping for, and I know it's not going to happen, but like if Baker Mayfield somehow ends up in Carolina, if Carolina traded Sam Darnold to Seattle, just so Jamal Adams had to deal with Sam again, Oh, it would just make me oh, oh so happy. All right, boys and girls, let's try this again. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case before you get the chicken. That's it. You're out of here. Oh, man. People wonder, why is there a chicken flying across the screen? AC says, that ringing is annoying. Sorry, dude. I don't know how to make it not ring. Or, well, I know how to make it ring. I don't know how to change the ringtone. Just Google Voice. Call from Lima Bean. Lima Bean, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, thanks for taking my call again. Yeah, of course. Talk to me. Yeah, three what's weeks on your in mind? a row. Oh, I'm getting lucky getting in. I, I like it. 
So yeah, I just I have thoughts about the Sauce Gardner thing and just you know make a debate about it. Yeah, sure. Um, basically, like I see all the intangibles of Sauce. I really like him. Him and the Kobe Dean, I really like. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I just wonder if it's the right pick. It's a great pick, but is it the yeah. right pick? Like, I think that's a fair example, argument. Like because we've done this before. Like there's many many defensive tackles that are great picks, but mm-hmm. was it the right pick? You know, like, mm-hmm. and we've always talked ourselves out of an edge rusher for something else. Every team that ever built their defense based off of secondary doesn't last long. Look at the 2017 Jaguars, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen this dog and pony show many times before. I mean, during the Rex defensive years, what did they do? The quarterback had all day to throw unless it's an exotic blitz. And if it's a blitz, the quick slant. If it's not, then he waits and then finds an open receiver after like 10 seconds. It's mm-hmm. And no corner, like there's no Revis anymore, you know? There's no, mm-hmm. it's just, and Sauce, that's a lot of expectations. Everyone thinks that, oh, he could block Tyreek Hill. But what's he going to do with, uh, you know, is he going to do his left hand with Tyreek Hill, his right hand with the other wide receiver, and his foot's going to kick Gusecki? Like, it's just, it's, you have too much to cover. However, an edge rusher, he can mm-hmm. take everyone out if he's in Tua's face or whoever else he's facing, you know. Like, it's just a backwards way to build defense. I just, in this day and age, I just don't value cornerback as much as people do. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not... It's important, don't get me wrong, but, like, I mean, I, and as opposed for safety defensive backs, you didn't see, uh, Jet, what was it, Bates, he couldn't stop Cooper Cup, and they only had one wide receiver at the end of that game, and they marched down to win the Super Bowl. And if you recall, at the end of that Super Bowl, it was the pass rush that stopped Joe Burrow. Meanwhile, uh, Ramsey was about to get roasted again. Luckily, someone got in Burrow's face to, like, knock that pass out, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I just, we've seen this too many times. Where I would like to take off if the circumstances were different had we had the edge rusher had we mm-hmm. had to not worry about carl lawson but honestly like the, the 49ers they're a perfect example they don't have any really good corners but their defense is monstrous and therefore it doesn't matter you know most mm-hmm. of the top defenses don't rely on cornerbacks they don't last long they mm-hmm. just like three years of their prime maybe as they're really good and then they're just bam they're done so i think we got to build on like the trenches there on the edge and then obviously we have to make the quarterback good because without that it doesn't matter how good your defense is you're going to be like every defensive team that doesn't have a good offense they will flame out in two or three years like the titans eventually will so yeah no i i think you have a point i think there's absolutely something to be said for the the lack of cornerback play needed to win a game like you have to score points to win games you have to stop people bend and don't break for sure but I think the value in sauce for us is we have the number 10 pick, so we can solve the, the issues we're going to solve. Cause I still like the wide receiver in the second round option. And if sauce was there at 10, I would consider it. Yeah, but sure. Four, that's a but, reach, man. Like it's, well, I think we're going to, I don't know if it's realistic that we take him at four. I think what winds up happening is I think there's going to be someone trading with us. I think, I think someone's going to come up to four for Malik Willis. If he falls past the lions, and I think the Jets should take that trade. I, you know, if you could yeah. move back with the Steelers and you get one, two, three, one, three the next like two years, that's enormous. And then you can wind up going with someone like a Zion Johnson, and you know maybe plug him in at center and cut McGovern or trade McGovern for a mid round pick, yeah. and then you upgrade or, there. Like there, or maybe you take Nicobe Dean. Like there's a lot of players I would go. Yeah. Um, you know, or instead like of just sauce. Crazy. But if you're stuck at four, I have no problem going sauce and then still getting your edge rusher and still like doing everything you would have otherwise done. Like, I, I do think Sauce is that good. He might be the best player in this draft. I don't know. There's top three edge rushers. I don't know if he'll be there by the 10th pick, but, like, Sauce is no, just the – everyone's not, afraid of the Jeff Okuda thing again, you know? like Sure, but the the, the top three edge – I think 
I like the top five edge rushers. That's why I'm a little more laid back in terms of like waiting till 10 to get one because I don't think five go before us. Uh, if they do, then you're probably looking at like an elite tackle. Not that we necessarily need to go that way. Hamilton probably fell to us. Like I think there's going to be two quarterbacks that go in the top 10. I think Pickett and I think Willis end up going that route. Um, uh, that'd be hilarious. This, this draft that's making for another 2013. Like, oh, draft. don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Boom. You're out of You've here. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Uh, I saw a super chat come through. Let's see what, what was said here. Thomas Cahill. Thank you, brother. Uh, drops him a super chat, says, so the injury was four to six weeks, is now 36 weeks, and he's not ready for OTAs. All I hear is, oh, he's a big man. I don't care if he's King Kong. We're going to need an offensive tackle. So clarification time, because there's I saw a lot of tweets that it like, I'm not naming any names, but I got a little irritated by some of the tweets I saw. So oh, see, look at that. I should do product placement right there. Bam! Um, I think Makai Becton is going to be healthy, and I don't think it's going to be a problem for OTAs. It didn't sound like it was going to be a problem for OTAs. There was tweets out there that said, oh, they're hoping he's ready for OTAs. And that's kind of clickbaity, and I don't I don't love that. Um, I think if there's a fear of Makai Becton, I don't think it's a... I don't think it's fair to necessarily peg the health thing on him. I understand like people being concerned, like, okay, it was supposed to be a four- to six-week injury, and that's probably a little aggressive for, for Salah to say that. But yeah, this long, and you're saying, okay, maybe he's not ready for OTAs? I understand the concern. What's the option? Draft Neil, plug him in at tackle. He's six foot seven. He's a big boy. He's going to get knocked down. He's going to get hurt. How long is it going to take him to recover? I don't think this is exclusively a uh, Makai Becton issue. I think it's just a big man issue because when you're that big and you get hurt, I don't know. Just takes a little bit longer to uh, to come around. Let's see. Phone number. Oh, phone number's on the screen. You got three minutes to plead your case. I believe in Makai Becton. Or I'd like to believe in Makai Becton. Sneakers to boot says Voodoo Ranger is delicious. It is. I also got uh, Voodoo Starship IPA. I had to get some new beers because I was doing my taxes and I started panicking. <laughs> and I was like, I need to drink something. This is not good. Ugh, I hate tax season. Oh, who we got? Who's on the phone? Call from... Mike, 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 Mike. No, oh, Mike, 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 Mike. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. I, uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> Two weeks in a row. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. Talk to me. What are you thinking about? So I want to know what your thoughts are on Kristen's new wide receiver rankings that just came out. Say it again. Sorry. <laughs> I was drinking. I didn't hear Chris. You. Oh, no worries. Kristen's wide receiver rankings. He has Jamison Williams, one. Mm-hmm. He has our guy, Christian Watson, two. Ooh. Alex Pierce, three. Burks, four. And Drake London, five. The, wow. the Ohio State guys aren't even on the list. Interesting. I think Garrett Wilson should be on the list. Alave, I don't know what it is about Alave. There's just something like, I, I just like a lot of other receivers. I just don't know if I'd go that route. And maybe it's just an Ohio State receiver thing, which is very weird because there's plenty of Ohio State wide receivers who have done well, just maybe not with us. Oh, yeah. Um, 
All right, so I do think Jameson Williams was the most talented wide receiver before he got hurt. I think George Pickens should also be in that conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do like Watson. I like the skill set. What you worry about with him is the production because you would expect with an elite quarterback prospect like Trey Lance, who got drafted number three overall, you would expect better production out of him being in the school he was at. Um, the way he was breaking it down was really interesting. Mm-hmm. He, he seemed to really like the speed, the speed, the James yes. Williams speed. The right, now, was this a list that. for the Jets or in general about wide receivers? No, just in general, like uh, mm-hmm. like how he does his rankings for each position. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched it before I started watching yours, and uh, I thought it was really interesting because mm-hmm. Jamison Williams, like like you, he was my guy before mm-hmm. the injury. And so I wouldn't mind trading back a bit and maybe getting him at 14, 15, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I See, for me, I feel like... I'm. I would like to stay at four unless we get offered a like a haul of picks, like from the Steelers. If they offer us one, two, three, one, and Claypool, or one, two, three, two, three, and Claypool, something along those lines, I would I would go that route because it solves receiver, and you go back and you probably get N'Kobe Dean or you get a Zion Johnson. Um, but I'm also looking to trade back into the first. Like I think the Jets are going to have three first round picks by the time this is all said and done. I think watching the trade potential for Tyree Kill with the two seconds and the third was a little tip of the hand that they're willing to wheel and deal some picks to get the guy they like. Yeah, we got to get we got to get the edge, whether it's Jermaine Johnson or whoever. We got to get the wide receiver and the safety and the linebacker. So whatever you have to make work, we can get linebacker in the second pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think I feel like we linebacker in the second or third would be my preference. Chad Muma's a, a name I like. Chris, uh, Chris Harris, Christian Harris. Uh, the Christian other one, Harris. yeah, I like yeah, both even those the awesome awesome or whatever the rangy guy. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind that. Yeah, there's we a need lot. A coverage line. There's a lot of guys I like. A lot of guys I like. Bro, thank you so much. Bro, you've been ejected. You're out of here in the cockpit. Ah. <laughs> uh, I see you guys talking. Mark Riss says George Pickens steal of the draft, which means Patriots will draft him. I hope not. I really like him. I think he is elite. Call from Carson. Carson, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How you doing tonight? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. How would you approach the NFL draft? Okay, so uh, we've been, you know, chatting back and forth in Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram DM over the last going, you know, hours. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, over the last couple of days about some stuff. Two yep. things I want to touch on. Earlier sure. th- earlier this stream, mm-hmm. you talked about, uh, I think it was a caller that brought up the possible edge rushers. I-, I think it was the first caller. Okay. And you were running through one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And you said, and we brought up and we talked about it in our Instagram DM, mm-hmm. how I said that, you know, with them, uh, with the Jaguars getting Scherf and tagging Robinson, mm-hmm. that Hutch was a lock in one. When people said yep. that, I was like, Hold on a second. They don't got a left guard because Sheriff's going to swing out to the right. That is he. So they don't have a left guard. So, so <laughs> right. So I, I firmly believe Icky can go one. Yep. Now, you said that Malik Willis can go two. His yep. pro day and his interviews and mm-hmm. his combine workouts were sensational as for what and I And the heard. Lions had him at the Senior Bowl. I think they. De- I think there's something to it. I think there is. And they held And they held him out. They yep. held him out in the, in the Senior Bowl. Yep. So... Is Malik Willis at two. Now, my question is, is that feasible? Is, is that realistic? I do. I think it's entirely I, that, that's realistic. Our hope. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it is. I think it really is. Because now you're talking, okay, what do the Texans do at three? Are they going with an edge rusher or are they going Hamilton? See, okay, so a couple, almost a month ago now, I had this conversation with you that Hamilton should be the pick at three because Nick mm-hmm. Casario, um, mm-hmm. it has New England ties. Sure. And in New England, they build secondary up. They don't do the traditional defensive line back. They do secondary up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think Casario uh, will take either Sauce, or unfortunately Sauce, mm-hmm. or Kyle Hamilton. That's fine now, with me because if Sauce case, goes four, that means Hamilton. Uh, that means Hutchinson falls to us. I, I dude, Hutchinson's the guy that's, I want. Now, see, that's the, now that's the interesting thing here because mm-hmm. if the Jaguars, the Jaguars made a statement last year, it flew right under the radar mm-hmm. that, they, and it's obvious to you know football fans that follow the sport. Um, they want to protect Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't. They don't even have a left guard signed right now, to my knowledge. I don't think they do. So right? maybe so that, dude, you're right. Play. You're right then. So, so Andrew Norwell is a free agent right now. They don't have anybody signed at left guard. So he, if they, I think Norwell didn't Norwell sign with the? Did he sign with the Ravens? I thought he. I thought yeah, I saw him go somewhere. In Jacksonville no more. He's yeah, no, I know he's not in Jacksonville. Guard. So so if if they go Icky at one. Mm-hmm. Malik Willis at two, which I think is reasonable from yeah. what we've been hearing and seeing. Sure. Houston's a wild card at three, but I don't think they'll go pass rusher due to what I just said with Casario. If if we get Hutch at four, I mean, that's a slam dunk. Hutch or Thibodeau or Sauce or Ham, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? At ten, okay, we had this, this conversation again in Instagram. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, to me, Watching his tape and comparing mm-hmm. him to all other wide receivers in this draft is the best wide receiver in this draft. I think he's with good. He, he looks Nelson, like Odell. He really does. I, I agree with you. When you said that to me, I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. Now, if Jamison Williams was healthy, mm-hmm. he'd be the number one. Not even close. Okay. The now, do you think? Do you think wide receiver? Do you think Garrett Wilson is that much ahead of everyone else? Like, I, I feel like there's like a chunk of like seven receivers that are all wait, wait, like now kind of now in this with, ball. With Williams being hurt, yes or no? I don't know, dude. I, Drake London's an interesting one for me because see, he, I, if, I if he's see, if they yeah. like him, he's got some freakish kind of you know talent with that wingspan. His traits, his traits are incredible. But the one problem with Drake London, I see, and and mm-hmm. I get it. He has the upside. He's his comparable, his pro comparable is Mike Evans. I get mm-hmm. it. But what? We look at Mike Evans today, right? What what can Mike Evans do? Mike Evans struggles in the short and intermediate routes, mm-hmm. and he cannot separate, which is kind of the tag on Drake London. It's hard to get a sure. big wide receiver with those comparables that could separate. There's, there's very few. Uh, Megatron comes to mind. Um, Julio Jones comes to mind. Like, there's very few guys at that size and that weight that can really separate off a wide receiver. Now, sure. if he runs in the – God forbid he runs in the four fours because if he runs in the four fours, he's a lock at ten. Or he'll probably go before ten. He might go high. He might he might go higher than ten. He might go to Atlanta at eight. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is is if with the torn ACL, does that affect Jameis Williams' speed? Of course, no no player. I don't care how talented you are or how. Look at Saquon Barkley. He had a torn ACL and Mm -hmm. he he has trouble cutting now. Look at last season. He couldn't cut. He didn't trust his knee, and he's not as explosive as a player anymore. Right? So let me ask you this. It, it, about... it, let, let, let's talk about this then. So 
I think that the NFL is not as afraid of ACLs as they once were because you look at Gallup and you look at Godwin both getting $60 million a year. And I, I think that will help Jamison Williams. I think there's going to be some type of, you know, thought that he'll go a little bit earlier, but I do think he's probably more of a player that should go to a team that can kind of like, I don't want to say stash him, but like, you know, maybe a team like the Patriots that has like a little bit more time to kind of develop and grow or like the, um, I don't know. There's a few teams I could see, could see him going like to. Garrett Wilson, like, 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 Garrett, like for me, for me, Jamison Williams to, to me, mm-hmm. if he's healthy, he's a pick at 10. It's not close. Okay. Mm. Because yeah. remember what, last draft, what fans are not talking about last draft, Joe Douglas, it was the C.D. Lamb draft. I believe it was the C.D. Lamb draft. Yeah. It was C.D. Lamb's C.D. Lamb. draft. I wanted yeah, C.D. Lamb so I, bad. I, I loved him. <laughs> At that, in that draft, in that draft, um, Joe Douglas said at the Combine that speed bursts pipes. If you remember uh, that quote. Yeah, it was speed builds pressure, pressure bursts pipes. Pipes. Yeah, that's what it was. So with that, let's not forget that now. Mm-hmm. So Garrett Wilson ran in, was it the late low 4-3? If I recall, low four three to four three eight. I he think was he four, yeah. Him and Will, him and Alave were both four three. I think it was four three eight and four three seven or four three nine. It was like they were like within a tenth of a second. Right now and now with Garrett Wilson with his if you if you watch his tape, I don't care about the whole Ohio State wide receiver thing. That's I don't give a crap about that. Mm-hmm. He his route running is polished. He has mm-hmm. the speed. His hands are fantastic. He's six foot one, so he's not a small guy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see as to why fans don't like him. He he separates. He has speed. He I, I runs think, every route you can ask for. I don't. I don't think there's fans that don't like him. I I feel like it's probably you like Garrett Wilson. You like London. There's a few people that like Traylon Burks at ten. I don't think I would go that high on him. I wouldn't either. He has but, bust written all over him. Yeah. Well, it's not so much bust as much as it is like manufactured touches, which is you know fine. London's almost similar in that capacity because they force fed him the ball a lot. So I do think you're right in terms of Wilson being the best wide receiver in this class, and I think the combine sort of set himself apart. But I don't love yeah. him that much that I think he's more important than maybe a few defensive pieces compared to like the receiver you could get maybe in a trade up or like, I think the jets still want to trade for a receiver. I don't think they want to draft one. I think they want to try and add some veteran presence on that side of the ball. And I think both Mm -hmm. picks in the first round are going to be defense. So I think they're willing to wheel and deal those two picks. And I almost feel like the, the offers that they, the offer they put in for Tyree kill was a signal to the rest of the NFL. Like, Hey, if you got a receiver, you're not willing to, you know, throw some money at, this is what we're willing to give up for a wide receiver. Like this might be attractive to a team yeah. that needs some draft picks, maybe like the Titans, maybe like, you know, uh, the Seahawks, something along those lines. I, that's where I think they're really going with this. Last thing, Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton ran in the ran in the four six. Uh, I, think, I think it was mid four six to four seven. A couple mm-hmm. of years ago, Derwin James he slid in the draft because he had a, a low forty time. I've been in your. I swear to God, I said it Instagram in your DM. Get hyped for Kyle Hamilton in New York. I'm telling you right now, if he slides the 10 and he's there, I we, we I, I would run to the podium. That's run, why I sprint. think we should go edge at four. Like, not, not necessarily for Hamilton, but for that type of situation. Like, if you get your favorite edge rusher at four, which might wind up being Hutchinson. Like, it's not shocking to think that we might get the top edge rusher in this no, draft. No, Hutch, Hutch can realistically it's, be there. It's not crazy. But even still, let's just say you get whatever edge is your, your – whatever flavor you like of edge. You get him at four – now you're sitting at 10. Now you can sit back and say, okay, 
Maybe we're trading back. Maybe we're going receiver. Billy's maybe an we're option. going corner. You, maybe Billy's we're going safety. Dude, there's a lot of options. You're yep. not wrong. Have a good night, Brian. Brother, thank you so much. This was great. We'll talk in the DMs. Move! You're out of You've here! been ejected from the cockpit. All right. Let's get sneakers to boots over here. Sneakers to boots, brother. Thank you for the super chat. It says, Ryan, hope to see you golfing. I hope so, too. Dude, they just redid my pro shop. I'm all sorts of excited. Which, actually, ooh, I'm going to plug this right now. So, if you guys are into golf and you want to get golf stuff, email me through my Jets Talk email. It's down below in the description. Because if you want new clubs, I can match any major retailer. And I'll give you a free round of golf at my golf course. <laughs> so, trust me, it's more beneficial to come through me than anything else. And uh, it helps me out because it makes my shop look a little bit better. But yeah, sneakers to boots. Uh, hope those ladies won't be a <laughs> pain this year. JD finally building us a pipeline needing for so long. Yeah, I think Joe Douglas is absolutely building the pipeline. What, what sneakers to boots is alluding to was a situation he had at my golf course last year. He was there for a bachelor party, and there was uh, some, some ladies that were not too thrilled with uh, the fun that the gentlemen were having in front of them. And uh, it was pretty funny. But yeah, no, seriously, if you guys are looking for golf stuff, let me know. I'll give you a good deal. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, 500 free rounds of golf. If, if people buy five, 500 uh, drivers and stuff, and I can drop ship it to your house. That's the best part. You don't actually have to come out and see me. Um, but yeah, dude, you can absolutely uh, get some golf stuff from me. All right, let's see. What we got going on? I just, ooh, you know what's cool? They just released the TaylorMade Stealth Driver, which actually I have a little demo thingy back there for it's supposed to light up, but I don't have it plugged in. Um, and you can customize the color. So it's a stealth stealth bomber, right? Right? In a jet green face. Whew, I can't wait. It's supposed to come the beginning of April. I'm all sorts of excited. Ah, sorry. Enough with the golf talk. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. Who we got on the phone lines? Call from Rick. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, bro? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Oh, I'm actually on the stream now. I guess I'm a little behind. Ooh, but, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So don't listen to the stream. Make sure we're listening on the phone. It's like a 20 oh, second Oh, yeah. Delay. I think I got it now. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah. So uh, just right off the bat, love your channel, man. Um, Thank you. This will be my mock. Ooh, okay. Um, I think, Fire away. I think we def I think we definitely go edge at four. Mm -hmm. Unless God forbid Walker, Hutch, and Kayvon are all off the board, which Dude, that's like unlikely. the worst case scenario. If if they if three edges go before us, oh that'd be brutal. Yeah. But so if that doesn't happen, then I think we go best edge on the board. Mm -hmm. And then I think at ten, there's a lot of routes we can go. Mm -hmm. Hamilton could be on the board, Sauce could be on the board. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Devin Lloyd. Oh, he's really um, good. And I also think this is my hot take. Mm -hmm. People, I think people are don't really realize that Derek Stingley. I know, I know he's been injured, but mm -hmm. in if you go to ESPN football recruiting in 2019, mm -hmm. he it's listed he he ran a four three. If he goes out his pro day and gets mm -hmm. in the low four threes, he may be flying up boards. Yeah, I could um, see it because people are going to hope that he's healthy. Like, I understand it, but I think for me, at least when I'm looking, like, maybe he's the second cornerback for me, but I don't really want to touch him. Like, I like Sauce. 
And then I like a lot of other yeah. positions before I like Stingley. Like, it, like a lot of things would have to happen for me to really pull the trigger on Stingley. Yeah, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But say, okay, say we go edge at four. Say sauce falls. We get sauce at ten. Mm-hmm. And then I think we trade the second and third to like a low 20s pick and get our receiver, mm-hmm. maybe Traylon Burks, mm-hmm. maybe Jameson Williams if he's still there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think with that, I think we'd have 38 left, and I would either take whatever whatever we feel most strongly with, maybe Christian Harris, mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean's still on the board, that would be a home run. Oh, dude, he would be amazing. Um, I, I really find it hard to believe him getting out of the first round. Like, if he's there in the middle of the 20s and we've already addressed wide receiver, um, yeah, man, I, I might think about coming up. Yeah, I would think about coming up for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, what do you think? As yeah, far, I think it, what would you rank your receipt? Oh, sorry. Do you have another pick in mind? Oh, uh, no, no, you go, you go. I was going to say, what? how would you rank your receivers right now? Uh, me, personally, I would go number one. I'd say number one just all around. I think it's Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. He checks all the boxes. Yep. I think number two, I would maybe go Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. I think I think he has those Debo Samuel qualities. Just he's really big and he's very explosive, mm-hmm. and I I think he could really be a great piece to offer Zach. Um, then three. ejected from the cockpit so i actually just ejected you i wanted to hear your whole story but i wanted to see the ejection chicken from the side angle <laughs> uh let's see let's go over to the super chat jose Cornel. him and i were having a discussion about everything going on with uh wide receiver thing you know sauce not going early all that sort of things so jose says hey ryan would you take jameson williams at 10 now that we know he will be ready by week four I really like Jameson Williams. Like I really believe he is the best receiver in this class. My concern is, do we have the luxury of waiting on him to heal, plus seeing Zach develop? Like I, I don't know if you go that route. I would have gone this route if we got, you know, someone like Amari Cooper or you know a. Uh, Robert Woods, something along those lines, because I do think that there is a value um, in getting a receiver like that, but it's just, I don't want to have to rely on him uh, early in the season. So I don't know if, I, I don't think I would pull the trigger on him at 10, even with him coming back healthy. I don't know. It's just a risk I don't think the Jets should take right now. Like we got to see, um, George Pickens come back from injury. We got to see him test really well. I don't know what to make of Jamison Williams. I love, love, love the player. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, all right. Phone number's on the screen. We got till 10 o'clock. We got another hour of this. We got three minutes to plead your case. What should the Jets do with that number Four, 10, 35, 38 picks. How would you attack the NFL draft? So I'm going with the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA now. Who we got? Call from. Thank you. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, man? How you doing? 
I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. How would you attack the NFL draft? Listen, you could call this a little crazy, but mm-hmm. this is this is my thought. I say we go. I I love Sean. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna make it to ten, but mm-hmm. I think just to play safe, you take your favorite edge rusher at four. Mm-hmm. Then at ten, you either get Sauce Hamilton. Or whatever. Personally, if Sauce makes it, he just runs to the podium and pick him. Yeah. Then, you hear me out on this. You go, and you trade back into it, and you take Jamison Williams. Oh, I'd love it. Why? But, at the same time, why? Like, take Jarvis. Like, I would pay Jarvis Landry, like, a one-year prove-it deal. Hmm. Like, just, just to have, like, a safety blanket. So Landry said he didn't want to come to the Jets. That was that's the only thing that I've heard. But I but I do like the idea of adding some type of veteran in conjunction with a Jamison Williams pick. And you can argue if we're going to run more two tight end sets and we have Corey Davis and Elijah Moore and Braxton Barrios, maybe you can allow Williams to kind of, you know, heal a little bit. Yeah, like he could heal more and then he could go into it. But if you don't want Williams, take Take Pickens, man. He's a dog. Who is that? He's one of those big Pickens that in the second oh, round. Oh, dude, I think he's awesome. So, so he's the one that I think is like really attra- like I would trade back up into the first to get him if they think he's not going to be available at thirty-five because he is someone that just gets I don't want to say violent, but he's like he's proven against the SEC. Oh, he's he's he he's proven against the SEC, and he's also got that little bit of like a a chip on his shoulder already. And I think that's something you want to see. Cause I think he would have been the number one wide receiver. Ah, he could have been in the conversation with number one wide receiver in this class back in like April or May of last year. Uh, if he had stayed healthy. So look, I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think he's got the, the mindset. Like he's he'll throw defensive backs and just point at the sideline. Like I love it. <laughs> this is the fire I want from a guy that's just throwing blocks. All, all I'm saying is, Third down, we're we're going right. He's lined up right next to Belichick. Throws a throws a fuck you to Belichick. Goes down the field and catches a bomb. Oh, dude, I want I want some fire. Like I want guys. Like I understand. Like we have to like make the plays happen. But like I want dudes that like want to be here and like yo, we're gonna punch you in the friggin' mouth. Like Nicobe Dean and Sauce Gardner and George Pickens. Like those are violent players that are gonna bring a nasty streak to this team if you wind up taking them. Like that's like. That's exciting to me. Yeah, but my ideal mock is Sauce and Johnson, Jermaine Johnson. Oh, I love Johnson. Four times doesn't matter the order. Yep. 35, you take someone like Pickens. Then you take someone like a Seen, a Brisker, a yep. Petrie. Yep. Oh, you are preaching to the choir, bro. <laughs> preaching to You're the choir. Here. I've been saying it. You go Sauce at four. I've been saying Edge Rusher. Edge rusher is preferably what you should do. It's the same thing I sort of said about the whole, uh, you know, Makai Becton draft. Got to take the tackle, even though I love CeeDee Lamb. Awesome. Hindsight, Hi. maybe you go CeeDee Lamb. Who knows? To accept, press one. Just Welcome to the cockpit! What's up, Ryan? Well, that's good, brother. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. So, you know what? Fuck pick one, or pick <laughs> four and <laughs> ten. Okay. After that, I really want some running backs. I really want Ooh. some running backs. Who's your running back of choice? 
Um, honestly, it's Dumb Cook's little brother. Oh, um, dude, that's mine too. That, that, you got to get the dogs, and I think he's one of them. He's a dog. He's a dog. So mm-hmm. besides that, that's you know, I, honestly, we're building up our line. We're building up the tight ends. We want a little bit bigger on the wide receivers. Let's mm-hmm. fucking bring in those running backs and let's play this game. Ooh, I see. Now, where would you go running back? Because I'm not touching one at the earliest, I think, until, I mean, maybe round three. But I would say round four or five is where I'm maybe looking running back if you got to take one. Correct. Like, I, you know, if, if, whatever we can do. Um, mm-hmm. Dumb Cook Jr., though, or, or Dumb Cook's little bro is where I mm-hmm. really want to go. Yeah, but for sure. if we can get a big body, I want a big body. Yeah, I want someone that could be the thunder to the Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman lightning. Exactly, exactly. That's all I care about. We <laughs> we got our fullback, we got our tight ends, we got our line set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. If we are gonna get some offensive production from our quarterback, mm-hmm. it's gonna be through the running game. So let's get it through the running game. Dude, I love it so much. Anything else for me? That's all I got for you. I love you, Ryan. Thank you. Oh, dude, I love you too. Thank kick, you so much for kick calling. Me out of the cockpit. Oh, dude, you're about to be ejected right now. Oh, Get out of here. Uh, yo, I I could launch people with the chicken all damn day, all damn day. Green Bean, I saw your beautiful mug in the in the chat. Who are you talking about? He says, "Hell yeah, Mike." What did Mike say? Green Bean says, "437 people in here. 151 likes." the heck you know what we'll do if we get more likes on this video every 25 likes we'll pick a qualifier for tomorrow's t-shirt giveaway on the talking jet stream call from jonathan oh jonathan what's up brother welcome to the cockpit hello what's up what's on your mind brother not much just uh going over your question here and thinking about the draft okay okay Um, what's on your mind so I'm still pretty torn um, on it, but it's pretty pretty basic mm-hmm. between tackle and defensive end. Ooh, I so you're love, you're on the offensive line front in the first round then? Kind of. Like honestly, I wouldn't be too upset with it just because then you just really you don't have to worry about your offensive line at all. If you get a tackle, or let's say you use your later first round pick on a center, either way, you're just you're gonna have a stout old line on. There's well, nothing to complain about that. Sure. But so here's my argument for that. One, I do think that the offensive line is our strongest unit across the entire team. So do you add a premium pick at a position of strength already? And two, if Joe Douglas is as savvy as an offensive line scout as he is, does he need to spend a top 10 pick after spending two top 14 picks on offensive line in the last two years? That's true. I mean, and that's kind of, I mean, I would, like, so that would be my backup would be go offensive tackle if okay. you don't have your 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 defensive ends because you do sure. you need your defensive ends in this defense. Um, and you need we need some young guys, like really young guys on the defensive line group or, like, defensive end group. Now, um, are you are, is there an edge rusher you particularly want the Jets to go after? Are you, like, only, like, a top two kind of guy and you're not looking at Johnson and Walker and, and those other players? I, I honestly, Joe Douglas has done enough for me to just trust him. I love if it, dude. That's there. exactly where I am on this. He if, can, if he takes Hamilton taking... at four, I trust him. Right. Like, you have to, like, I mean, I, I don't know about Hamilton. Like, I like <laughs> Hamilton. <but> like... <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't want Hamilton. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, if he makes the pick at four, 
I trust Joe Douglas's decision. Right. I see what you're saying there. But, yeah, if you pick a different defensive end that's not projected to be that in the top five, and I trust Joe Douglas and Robert Sala enough to make that decision. Um, and then when you go to that number 10 pick, I'm kind of – I'm either – kind of torn because I, I would like to trade with, like, the Eagles, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's really happening. I feel like the only way the Eagles are trading up is if they want to get in front of the Giants for, like, an edge rusher – um, I don't know if they'd go with an offensive line, but I, I think four would be where they'd be more likely to come up than 10. Although I guess Washington's there. So if they think they could jump in front of Washington, if they like a corner, I don't know what Washington does. I'm, I'm sort of intrigued by that. They can go anywhere. Yeah. But I think my real big like my thing about this is I can see trading back, but I really like getting a Nicobe Dean. Oh, and dude, I the love Nicobe Dean. He's shooting up boards, but dude, you're in the jacket from the Get out of here! <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to lose my cool. Uh, I love shooting people out of the cockpit. But dude, I love, love, love Nicobe Dean. Call from Mark. Mark, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, Ryan? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. What do you want to do in the NFL draft? I got two scenarios for you. One is the one that is similar to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Would be, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Let me turn off so there's not an echo. Yeah. There you go. No, it's Um, all good. Okay. So, Thibodeau at four. Okay. Sauce at ten. Mm -hmm. Then either trade up. For a receiver or mm-hmm. stay put, and it has to be a receiver at 35. Like, it has to be. Yeah. No, and then at 38, spot. probably, like, Brisker or, like, if maybe one of the linebackers fall, mm-hmm. like, I would go defense again. Yeah, dude. If, if my ideal round, draft, ideal draft right now would be edge rusher for, you know, whether that's Thibodeau, Johnson, Walker, whatever your flavor is. I don't I don't care what it is. I totally trust the decision-making. Uh, 10, if Sauce is there, all damn day. 35, George Pickens, Christian Watson, one of those receivers, you know, Jahan Doxon, one of those guys. Uh, 38, Brisker, uh, was it Daxton Hill, Lewis Seen, Jalen Petrie. Like, I think that's the sweet spot for for a safety in that spot. Potentially linebacker. If Dean falls that far, oh, <laughs> I'm going to lose my cool yeah, on draft day. I'm not. If Dean drops to 35, take him at 35. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I, I trust. The I don't want to say forget the receiver, but yeah, dude, I'm like almost there with you, too. Because, like, what is it? It's the, yeah. Is it the Texans and the Giants that are right behind it, like between us on our two picks? Yeah. I is. think the Giants could take tack or uh, could take wide receivers. That's the only concern for me if you pass on a receiver at 35. I don't Another know what the Texans. I well, I are the Giants taking a receiver at five or seven? Because I do think I think Galladay, I think they can get out of their receiver contracts after next year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that true. So like, oh, if if okay. they don't go receiver, I don't think they're going receiver in the first round. But I think second round, there there could be a threat. Tight end also, like I think there there's playmaker potential there. Yes, that is that is definitely true. Okay, my second one is: Would it be crazy to see like let's say like. Hamilton at four. I know a lot of people don't like it, but hear me out on this one. Hamilton on four, maybe like Trayvon Walker, because he's a beast. Or like Jermaine Johnson mm-hmm. at 10. Mm-hmm. Then you still get your receiver at 35, and you still mm-hmm. get 
And then at, at 38, you have more flexibility. You can really pick mm-hmm. whatever the best player is available. You don't – maybe the corner slides, like, you don't know. Like, the, at that, it's really not that far different from picking Sauce at 10 if you really like – No, no. I Look, I think there's an argument to be had for safety high because they can play, you know, all three levels of the defense. I just don't know if I, – I like a lot of safeties that could be there in the second round. I don't think I would do safety at four. Hamilton, to me, just like I don't really want to touch him. If they made that pick, it's like, okay, he better be a unicorn and he better absolutely cause a ton of interceptions and, like, turnovers for your team because that's the only way you justify a top 10 safety. Um, so for me, ideally, it's like edge rusher or sauce at 10 – or, uh, sorry, at four – and then whichever one, you know, at, at I would say edge rusher four, then you're probably going wide receiver or secondary. We'll say corner, we'll say safety at 10 potentially. Um, and then wide receiver 35, and then I guess whatever you don't pick at, it could be linebacker, it could be safety. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways we can go. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Oh, wait, chicken. That's it. You're out of here. Oh, did I see our buddy? Oh, look at this dude. Look. This is a handsome mother trucker right here. I don't know if he's still in there, but Jake. What's up, brother? Jake's going to be hanging out with us uh, for a little bit on day two or three of the NFL draft. Make sure you hang out with us to get all his thoughts on what the Jets are doing draft-wise. Jake's crushing it over there. I got to get Jake on. Jake, uh, I'm going to reach out to you. Let me know if you are available for a Talking Jets panel coming up uh, one of the Tuesdays in the next few, uh, few days. All right, let's see. Jose Cornel drops in with a super chat. He says, um, let's see, Ryan. Yes, Ryan. Since we want to run 12 personnel offense, it gives Williams time to fully heal. Let's get the talent. So he's referring to uh, the Jets wanting to run two tight end sets. So how many receivers are you actually going to have on the field? Because realistically, if you have the two tight ends, you got Elijah Moore, you got Corey Davis, and you have uh, Michael Carter. Those are your five weapons, right? So, and then when you don't have those five out there, in theory, Braxton Barrios should be that third guy, uh, receiver-wise. So maybe you allow Williams to kind of work his way back. Corey Davis, you can make a decision on after this season whether you want to hold on to him or not. Hopefully we do. I like Corey Davis a lot. Um, but I could see the rationale for it. I just, I, I like enough receivers where I don't think I would pull the trigger on Williams at 10 because of that issue, uh, like with the health and whatnot. So I would probably go a different direction, but I understand where you're going. I understand where you're going. All right. Spelling things wrong on the search bar. Okay, search bar. Phone number's on the screen. You got three minutes to plead your case. Talk to me, boys and girls. What's going on? Joe says Thibodeau at four. Trade down for Burks. Trade up for Dean. Take scene and Bernard Ryman. Wow, that's not bad. I'd take that all day. Who we got? Call from Big Z. Ooh, Big Z, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? 
I'm hanging in there. Tell me what you would do to attack the NFL draft. All right. So, no question, Kayvon Thibodeau at number four. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are forgetting that this guy was mocked at number one the whole year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that he talks with his, like, his mind, how he thinks mm-hmm. uh, about beating the offensive lineman, whatever. It's impressive. The way he stacks pass rush moves, he's knowledgeable. He's absolutely a chess player with that. I have no problem if they make the pick there with him. I just, my concerns are like, you know, I I don't want to overblow like my thought process with him because I I do like Thibodeau, the talent. I just, I like a lot of other guys too. Yeah. um, Ken, I think sauce, if he's there, Mm -hmm. you have to go sauce. You worry about um, wide receiver in the second round. I like uh, Christian Watson. Mm-hmm. I like Pickens. I like Dotson. I mean, whoever, really. But, yeah, there's um, there's a lot of good players. My concern, I guess, is with the trades that have happened, like the, the Packers, the Chiefs. Like, I think there's going to be a few more wide receivers going at the tail end of the first where I think we might have to hop back into it. Yeah, we might. I mean, as people were saying, I mean, I have full trust in Joe Douglas. Mm-hmm. Full trust, whatever he does. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I I have learned watching Joe Douglas that he knows how to scout knows how to scout talent. Now, whether that talent lives up to the potential is an entirely different thing. Like, I don't think anyone is saying Mekhi Becton is not talented. I don't think anyone is saying Denzel Mims is not talented. It's just like there's certain things that are just not necessarily clicking. And remember, that draft, they were not allowed to see these guys in person, so you weren't able to have that face-to-face interview process. Yep. I like uh, – I also like going safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisker or yep. um, Patrick from Baylor. Mm-hmm. And I think we're still going to pick somebody from the senior bowl, like Beavers from mm-hmm. Cincinnati. I love that guy. He's going to he's gonna fill in for Mosley great if yeah. Mosley decides to leave or whatever. Yeah, dude, I, I think we're going to see – I'm going to guess four players from the senior bowl. Like I could see Jermaine Johnson. I could see Beavers. I could see Chad Muma. I could see Zion Johnson. I could like there's a lot of players that I could see the Jets really target. Um and I think that's the key. That might be why they if they trade down from four and get a monster haul from the Steelers or something like that, you're gonna have a ton of picks to load up on senior bulk guys. Yep. And lastly, just <clears throat> I think our fourth round has to be a tight end and then running back. I would like Or interior would... defensive line. Is there a tight end you particularly like or a running back you particularly like that would be there or hope that would be there? I like I like Robinson from Alabama. I want a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the guy from Nevada, the tight end from Nevada. Is I that like Cole him. Turner? I think it's Cole yeah, Turner. Yeah, Cole Turner, yeah. I yeah. like, if you haven't done any research, look at Charlie Kolar. Big fan of Charlie Kolar. Huge, huge fan. Uh- but you have been. That's it! Ejected from the cockpit! <laughs> oh, it's great. It's absolutely great. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. We got like 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Talking Jets with Tigo says, Jelani Woods in the fifth. Right into my veins, please. I don't know if he makes it that far. Call from Larry. Larry, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. It's going. 
What's going on, brother? What is on your uh, mind? How would lot. you attack the draft? You know, just kind of thinking about the. I need you to mute that. About, you know, mute, mute that stream in the background. Hearing an echo. Oh, you still hear it? I'm still hearing it. You got to listen to the phone, not the stream, because I'm like 20 seconds. Yeah, that's so why I, I got got the volume off now. There you go. Perfect. Okay, talk to me. Anyway, so I was just thinking with that number four pick this year, the Jets should be looking to um, maybe trade it, you mm -hmm. know, to get like a valuable asset, like a Justin Tucker type player. Okay. And if not, then maybe like draft one of like Alabama's coordinators. Draft a coordinator? <laughs> I don't think yeah, you can like draft, draft a coordinator. Draft uh, Justin oh, Tucker, yeah, you can how, do that. how long is Tucker? What? You can't draft a coordinator. No, it's like the with the new Rooney rule, you can do that shit. Get the hell out of here. NIL deals too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where they're going, right? Name, image, likeness. All right, we're going to draft the coordinator. Get the flock out of here. You've been ejected. <laughs> From the cockpit. I like the thought process. Thinking outside the box, my friend. We're doing this for another 35 minutes, boys and girls. Phone number's on the screen. Three minutes to plead your case. Say something stupid, get ejected. <laughs> Or you could just wait for three minutes and get your ass ejected anyway. Who we got? Call from. Great. To accept. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Yes, dude. Yes. Oh, I've been trying the whole time to get on here. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, dude, thanks so much. What's on your mind, brother? No, absolutely. Well, one, I want to say, love your show, man. I watch it literally every single day. Literally, Thank you. Every day. I just want to say, keep, dude, keep doing your thing. And who cares what you put your arms out, bro? Fuck those people. <laughs> Dude, I have like, I've had people say, oh, your arms are out all the time. It's because I'm excited. Get, get the fuck out of here. They don't know what it's like. They don't yeah. know what it's like to be a Jets fan. Nobody understands. Oh, anyway, so uh, I'm from actually from New Jersey. My family moved to Texas. I'm in Dallas. But mm. anyway, huge Jets fan. Love Good the show, stuff. brother. Good um, stuff. Anyways, to the point, uh, fourth overall. I want to make one point that I say. I think that people don't realize actually how bad we were at covering tight ends this year, and that mm -hmm. actually a safety would be a very, very helpful asset for our defense. Sure. But I don't necessarily think that Hamilton is going to be a ticket for. Mm -hmm. I just want to make that one side note when people talk about Hamilton to where why he would be very advantageous. Sure. As that pick. I think but he. Sh I think he should be say, in the conversation at four. I think it's. I think you're entirely right. Right. I mean, because, I mean, if you guys can remember, even we had Jamal Adams, man. I mean, those safeties were killing us. We just mm -hmm. never did like, – I mean, excuse me, the tight ends, I'm sorry. Yeah, the yeah. tight ends were killing us. I mean, we we never, never were very good. It was always the one of our problems. But at four, I think you have to go Thibodeau. You mm -hmm. need a pass rush. You cannot sure. have this defense with Salah without a pass rush. Mm -hmm. And then, honestly, bro, at 10, I'm all about sauce. Bro. I want all that sauce. <sighs> dude, I hope he falls. I'm like, I got my fingers crossed for I don't sauce. Care, dude, listen. I, like, I don't in know the why worst way. Bro, sauce is the guy, bro. Planet sauce is rich. I was say I'm all about it. Hey. Dude, planet so, sauce and then, or, or honestly, friggin' big applesauce, friggin' yeah. I love it. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, and then actually in the second round, I'm really hoping it's honestly and and linebacker to me is our weakest position. I love TJ, but mm -hmm. he's not young, and Quincy's not necessarily someone I want to rely on forever. He plays hard, he hits hard, mm -hmm. but I don't want him as our main guy. So I feel like if Kobe Dean's at 35, bro. Take them, and oh, yeah. uh, and then to go for go for whoever's at the thirty eight. To be honest, and uh, that's my take, bro. I think at receiver, well, so, I think would be the best bet at thirty eight. 
38 um, is receiver then, then. If you don't, Interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because, dude, I'm, I'm, I honestly think when Corey Davis is healthy, mm-hmm. you got Braxton Berrios and Elijah Moore is about to be the next AB. I'm saying it right now. Oh, uh, dude, I would and, love that. And Michael and Michael Carter is going for a band, and I'm telling you right now, brother, we're gonna be we're gonna be nine. I'm saying nine wins, and then you're gonna see us in the Super Bowl in the third year. Dude, if, it, if Zach Wilson takes this step forward, I, I, I'm right there with you. Dude, if Zach Wilson takes a step delusional. forward, I don't think you're delusional. I don't think you're delusional. I think you're being yeah. optimistic, but I yeah. think you're not delusional because I think Corey yeah. Davis and Zach Wilson well, have, seen, a I I have a report. I think Braxton Barrios has a report. I think Elijah yes. Moore has a report. Yes. Bro, I don't think the O line is nice. I'm telling you, the whole lot, well, we're, we're really close. We're a lot like the Eagles when they had Carson Wentz. Ooh! We're a lot- Ooh I, I see where here. he's going. I see where he's going, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Call from... Zach from Jersey. What's up, Zach from Jersey? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey. Uh, what's going on, Ryan? How are you? Not too bad. Talk to me. How you feeling about the draft? I'm feeling real good, man. I think we got a really good shot to improve our defense and, you know, get an actual defense going here because, you know, the offense is pretty decent. It can at least hold its own. Oh, yeah. Uh, that... The defense is just trash. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, I think there's enough talent on the offense when healthy that they should be able to produce, especially now that the offensive line I feel like is complete. Maybe you add a few depth pieces later in the draft, similarly to how you did it with the defensive side of the ball last year. But, yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. Yeah, so – so here's my thoughts on at least pick number four. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we just have some, like, holes all over the defense. Like, what, are we going to go safety, cornerback? I mean, I, there's not really a linebacker there at four, but, like, if there was an amazing linebacker, he'd probably be in, in the uh, you If know, there in was the a running. Micah Parsons, uh, I would say at 10, yeah. snatch him up all day. Yeah. If there was, like, a premier, super, super talented guy at literally any position on defense, he would be mm-hmm. in the running at pick sure. number four. So my thought on it is if we really need to fix the entire defense. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just take take the coordinator from Georgia? Because <laughs> that defense is just so good. <laughs> Dude, I'd t- we'll take everyone from Georgia. Nicobe Dean, we'll take Walker, yeah. we'll take Davis, we'll take Scene, we'll take Pickens. Yeah, I don't understand why. But, just yeah, draft just the entire the Georgia coordinator team. From Georgia. Nah, dude, yeah. I'll take the Georgia, entire team. Know, just the coordinator because he, he made them so good. Just take Get the hell out. You guys are the coordinators. I love it. I love it, dude. Oh, this is great. Well, that's just it, dude. The, the, the whole Georgia team was so stacked. And that's why, like, you got to kind of poach those guys in the draft. That's why Alabama, LSU, after the friggin' uh, the championship game with LSU, a bunch of guys got drafted. It's no different here. No different here. We got about 20, no, we got 30 minutes, 30 minutes here. Let's burn through some calls. Call from? Brian. Brian, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, so I don't know what JD's going to do, but I have a hard time believing that he's going to reach for players. I yeah, think he's going to have a draft grade on all these guys, and I think he's going to stick to his grade. And I have a hard time believing that he's going to stay at four and ten. So you I think, think he's, he's going to do his damnedest to trade out. I think you're yeah, right. I think he's going to try four... to acquire picks mm-hmm. and and move in, and and and, and try to uh, basically get as many picks as he can. I don't I don't see him sitting at four and ten. You yeah, know, I, I think, think... Uh, I think one of those picks are going to be traded out of. 
Yeah, I think I think four is the prime one. I think jumping in front of Carolina, jumping in front of Atlanta, jumping in front of Seattle for like Willis, if the Lions do pass on him, or maybe even Pickett. Maybe maybe there's enough love for Pickett that someone wants to move up. I would love to stay within the top ten if we trade down. But if Willis is there and the Steelers are like, hey, we're coming to get him, like, show me the bag, baby. Oh, hundred percent. But I don't think I don't think he has a first round grade on any of these receivers, and I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to reach for one. I'm right there so with I you. Think, I don't think receiver is in the play at number ten. I really don't. I I think it's in the conversation, no. but I don't think he's looking at it for sure. Yeah, and I think if we did stay at four, I think I think Sauce is a is a a definite possibility, even over Edge. I yeah. just I don't know. Call me crazy. No, I don't think it's crazy at all. I think Sauce is way and away the best corner in this draft, and I think there's like five edge rushers that are really good. And we were talking about it earlier. Like maybe you're not like super in love with any particular edge. Like even Hutchinson. Let's just say you're you're not in love with any of them, and the, you get, you know, the first three picks are not edge rusher, and now you say okay. Okay, the Giants are going to take at least an offensive lineman. The Carolina Panthers not taking an edge rusher. The 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 Falcons probably are not taking an edge rusher. So at at worst maybe two guys go if all the edge rushers are there for you. Like then yeah, go sauce at 4 and then take whoever's left at 10. You'll get like the third best guy. Oh yeah. 100%, 100%. Uh I also just want to say I, I love what you guys are doing, you and Matt and Green Bean. Um you just keep it up, man, cuz I've been a Jets fan since like 85. And, uh, you know, the doom and gloom crap that you hear all the time, I, I, it's killing me. So I love what you guys do. Uh, that's all I got to say. Thank you. Dude, brother, thank you so much. It really means a lot. I can tell you, myself, Green Bean, and O'Leary talk, like, almost every day. If it's not every day, like, it's damn near close to every day. Like, the, the three of us have so much fun together, and we look forward to the Tuesday stream, like, like no other. And look, Green Bean hops in the stream. He's like hanging out here. I'll jump in his stream. So he'll be like, oh, yo, Ryan, here's the link. Like if you want to jump in, it's like, hell yeah. Like I don't care what's going on. You could have five people in the stream. Him and I will just start talking Jets and everything like that. And I absolutely love it. So, brother, yeah. it really means a lot I, that you, I'm that you stuck like in, uh I'm stuck in Denver, and all oh. I get to hear is about the freaking Broncos <laughs> every day of my life. It, well, kill, dude, it kills me. This Jets so. YouTube community we got between – you know, there's a zillion guys on Jets YouTube, and it's just, it's amazing. We really have a close community, and I really, really enjoy it. So, brother, thank you so much for calling in, and I really appreciate the kind words. But you've been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got in the chat? What's going on? Call from Ego. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What is up, man? How are you this fine evening? I'm having such a good day, aside from having to do my taxes and giving me a panic attack. Ugh. What's going on, uh, brother? Uh, we we got that. We got our taxes. Me and my wife, we got our taxes done last week, so I already had that panic Ugh. panic attack. Ugh. Um, so last time I called, I talked. Uh, we talked about the linebackers okay. and how like the linebacker room mm-hmm. obviously needs work, right? We can't go back with CJ and 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 all of that. And I think we need to address linebacker in the second and everything, but I was looking at PFF, right. And looking at all like the advanced stats on a lot of the players and a lot of the, the guys that are on the Jets roster. And I think that like our biggest position of need is, is the linebacker room. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get your kind of opinion on like, is there any room that's not like, like, cause I think we're overblowing the need for a wide receiver just a little bit. Sure. Like, I think I think the sophomore slump is a real thing, mm-hmm. and I think that like 
I think Mims being wide receiver four is is like going to be okay. And Braxton Berrios is, I think, a wide receiver three. And I think that we can get a wide receiver later in the in the in the draft that can come in to realistically be wide receiver five and mm-hmm. hopefully take over and come in. But like my thing is, is like, is there a room after this free agency mm-hmm. period before the draft that you look at? that you look at and say, we 100% need to take this in the first round or anything like that. Because personally, I look at it outside of the edge, and I think edge wouldn't be a reach at four. I think edge at four makes way too much sense to be a thing. Sure. I look at that team and go, we're going to get a linebacker in the second or the third round. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of agree with the guy who was like two calls before. Like, I look at this team and I go, nine or ten wins isn't that far out of reach. No, I, look, I think you're right. I, if I'm looking at a room that needs the most help, I think it's definitely edge rusher because you hope and you, you pray that uh, Carl Lawson is the guy. And you brought in depth guys like Ane. You brought in depth guys like Martin and um, who am I losing? Uh, Huff. Like you have all those players that could be rotational guys, but you have Carl Lawson. You need to bookend that on the other side. And I do think edge rusher is a lock at four or ten. One of those picks will be an edge rusher. Outside of that, I'm with you. I don't know if I, – look, I think they need a receiver – like for sure. And I don't know if they know what they have in Corey Davis. I I think Corey Davis can be the guy, but I think I would prefer trading back into the first or going at pick 35 with the wide receiver at number 10. I'm looking to wheel and deal. If you want to trade down, you want to go. I mean, if you love N'Kobe Dean at 10, if that's like your guy, Sure. No, whatever. Like, like, okay. I'm okay. With, I mean, I'm hoping for sauce, but dude, I, there's a lot of other routes I would go. And I think you're right. Linebacker is a sneaky, I shouldn't say sneaky because everyone's saying linebacker, but I think linebacker is definitely a top five pick, like definitely before at least the third round, like 69 is the latest we'll see a linebacker taken this year. Yep. All right, man. You have a good night. You too, brother. Thank you so much. You've been you're out of here ejected from the cockpit oh i love this i gotta spend some time and create the banana land gif i got the chicken going across the screen i gotta add the chicken to the tuesday stream that's what it is not that we so that way i can inject super chats and like comment questions <laughs> that would be fun but matt and i and green bean we were talking about a banana land effect i just got to figure out how to do that it's a little, a little tough to learn all this stuff. Ooh, Mumtaz, I see your super call chat. From. Let me get to this call Michael. and we'll get right over to you. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. Uh, first time caller here. Big fan, so I'm a little nervous to be in the cockpit. Oh, dude, it's all right. I, trust me, I've called into like shows like, you know, WRV and stuff. Or not WRV. Yeah, Jeez, that's a yeah. music. But yeah, no, I've called into like ESPN radio and it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like stuttered words and stuff. So trust yeah. me, you're not alone, hey, brother. It's okay. Man. That, that, you're the man, you're the man. <laughs> Talk to me. What's on your mind? Anyway, anyway, uh, so big Jets fan here. Obviously, I wanted to do some work this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just not a big Wilson guy. I would like to Ooh. see our front office be proactive and maybe seek a guy like Baker Mayfield, trade away Wilson and that fourth overall pick. That took all of two seconds. Mumtaz, drop it in with the super chat. What's up, Mumtaz? Uh, He says, Ryan, you recall we were talking about Joe Douglas making it expensive for Miami to get Ridley. Make them give up a first-round pick. I think that 
is what Hill Trade interest was all about. Joe Douglas and Salah are players. I think that's true. I really do. And I know we talked about the whole interview with Salah today and him saying that, oh, we, we, we liked uh, Hill's talent and this, that, and the other thing. But I think there's, there's, there's two things at play. I do think they are looking for a receiver via trade because there's too much smoke to that to, to be false. I think Amari Cooper, Ridley, um, DK, Hill, all these guys are definitely, uh, we were all in the conversation for it. Not that I thought Hill was ever going to come here, but I do think the Jets were trying to drive up that price for sure. And one thing that this sort of signals is like, hey, look, now that this is out there, the Jets are willing to give up 35, 38, and 69 to get their receiver. Any team that's looking to possibly get a receiver or look, possibly looking to get picks for their receiver that they can't re-sign or don't want to re-sign for the amount of money that Hill got or that Hamilton, uh, not Hamilton, uh, Hopkins or, or, or Devontae Adams got, I think this sends a signal to the rest of the league like, hey, look, the Jets are willing to pay a little bit of draft capital to get an elite player. If you're looking to get draft picks, the Jets are there. A.J. Brown. DJ Samuel, Chase Claypool, um, DK Metcalf. Like, I think there's a lot of receivers around the NFL. And maybe there's more than that, you know, than I'm paying attention to. But I think there's something to be said for Salah saying there is going to be more, or there are going to be more wide receivers that become available or more players that become available as we get closer to the draft. And I do think that is true. So, Mumtaz, I don't think you're wrong. I think the Jets were driving the price up on Hill. And I do think there's a little bit more at play than just what we're seeing here. All right. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. What should the Jets do in the NFL draft? What's up? GMF? My dude. Boye Mafe. Second round. That's where a lot of... I've, we've talked about this, GMF. Boy, A. Mafe in the second round. I'm I'm skeptical as to whether you should wait that long for edge rusher. I really don't think that's a smart move. But I wouldn't hate it either. Wouldn't hate it. Who's on the horn? Call from. This is Hype from the Bronx. To accept, press What's one. up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, Ryan? How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm hanging in there, having a good time. Talk to me. What would you do to attack the NFL draft? Okay, so I'm going to give you my mock draft, but before I give you my mock draft, I just want to say Joe Douglas is a genius. Ah, Listen, dude, that pick and up Joe there, we trust, brother. That pickup today with Solomon Thomas is a great pickup. Oh, it was you so know, smart. So smart. Now you can really go best player available without, without a doubt. But here's my quick mock. I got um, Fibs at four. Okay. Salt at 10. Love it's it. My ideal. Oh, yeah. My ideal month. Yep. Okay. Christian Harris at 35. Okay. Christian Watson at 38. Ooh, okay. Brickner at 69. Oh, there's no way he's making it that far. Dude, I don't know you if he's going to make it out of the first round. He had a great I, pro I, day. I've got a buddy who goes to, to the to the pro, to the the uh, pro senior bowls, or not senior bowls, the uh, pro days. Dude, I've heard Brisker has been tearing it up. I don't think he makes it. To, I don't think he makes it. I don't think he makes it out of the second round. He might be there for thirty-eight. But dude, uh, I'm hoping that we could get him. I but hold on, I got. Go no, no, go for it. I got Rucker at one eleven. Yep, love it. 
Tyler Algier, 117. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Alec Lindstrom, 146. That's a great pick. Great, great pick. Absolutely love it. Bring him in, let him learn for a year, and get comfortable. And then the final pick, 163, Mike Clemens from Texas A&M. Just bring some depth to to our line. Talk to me. I don't know anything about Clemens. Talk to me. Yeah, defensive line, Texas A&M. Like D-tackle, D-end? What are we talking about? Interior. Ooh, okay. So you think, I think that the signing today with Solomon Thomas was defensive tackle oriented. Does have positional flexibility to go out to the edge, but I think we're going to utilize him as a defensive tackle. I think we like the positional flexibility of JFM. I think, mm-hmm. um, dude, I like your mock draft a lot. <laughs> if I could sign up for that right now, like all damn day. I'm so afraid of Sauce not making it to 10. But I want him to. Be, I think it's entirely possible. Like I can see the Falcons going with the with the wide receiver. I can see the Seahawks if things break the right way going with the offensive tackle. And if you go with the edge rusher at four, which I think is the right move, get your favorite edge rusher. It's such a big need. You got to do it. But dude, if he yep. if Sauce falls to ten, I'm like giddy. I'm screaming at the draft board. You better be here for draft day because if that happens, I'm gonna lose my marbles. There is not one single show that you have put out that I have not watched. I am oh, always my brother. <laughs> I love it, dude. That makes me so happy. That's a really cool <laughs> thing to hear. Brother, thank you so much. You've yep. been ejected. Fuck <laughs> oh, You're out of here. Oh, let's burn through some super chats. Philip drops in with the super chats. He says, do we call Arizona for DeAndre Hopkins? I don't think so because DeAndre Hopkins has uh, – I don't know how many he's got. What? Well, let's look at this. How many years does DeAndre Hopkins have on his contract? The reason I don't think they wind up trading him is because they just lost or are going to lose AJ Green unless he winds up going back. I don't think he did. Um, they lost Kirk. So DeAndre Hopkins has. Oh, it's not happening this year, dude. He's got a fat contract. So March twenty second, they already paid his roster bonus. Uh, so he's basically under contract. They're not going to trade him this year. I would love it. Would love me some D-Hop. Not going to happen, though. Unfortunately. Uh, Knobcraft. Knobcraft drops in with Super Chat, says, while I would prefer to trade out of either 4 or 10, I wouldn't mind if, uh, mind at all if they drafted Edge at both spots and went with the philosophy of just relentless beating the shit out of teams. Wow. Huh. I've heard people say edge at both picks, and I, look, I, I'm not going to lie, I don't want edge at both picks. I mean, I guess if you want to say, hey, we don't believe Lawson's going to be healthy, there is, uh, I saw a study, and I don't think, let me see if I have the Excel sheet spread pulled up. Okay, yeah, so there was a study of 95 players who tore their Achilles. 71 of the 95 returned to play the sport. 340 days was the average return time. 32% of people, uh, uh, 32% of players who tore their Achilles in training camp or the preseason played, or uh, sorry, 32% of players tore their Achilles in training camp or preseason. So it's a little weird that, uh, you know, 32% of them were at that point. But I guess if you figure time of the year, maybe it's not that crazy. Uh, And then they also play a significantly shorter career once tearing their Achilles. So there's a lot of thought of like, look, I believe in Carl Lawson. I, I really like Carl Lawson. I think the attitude's there. I think he wants to be here. I think he is like the guy that could absolutely 
come back from this type of injury. But his guaranteed money is probably going to be up at the end of this year. Could you lock in two edge rushers, elite edge rushers, at 4-10 and 10 for the next decade or for the next five years at least? Maybe you go Thibodeau at 4 and you go Jermaine Johnson at 10. That would be banana land. I don't necessarily, look, I don't think that's the route they go because I want to believe in Carl Lawson, and if I have to go with an edge rusher, I'd rather trust Robert Sala to develop one later on because that's his uh, that's his side of the ball, dude. That's his side of the ball. I'd like to see him do that. The same way I want to see Joe Douglas try to put a little bit of emphasis on the offensive line later in the draft. But I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Mumtaz drops in with another super chat. Thank you, dude. Uh, he says, Pro Football Focus says Christian Harris sucks in coverage. Gave up a 1,000 yards the last two years. Brian Asamoa, Chad Muma, Leo Chanel, and JoJo Doman is who I'm hoping for. I'm happy with whatever linebacker they like. And I do think Muma and Beavers are the two guys that probably have an inside track as far as like senior bowl to draft prospect kind of uh, route goes. I did not know that about Christian Harris. I'll be honest, I have not done a crazy ton of research into the linebacker crew because I don't want one in the first round, and I really like N'Kobe Dean <laughs> and uh, Chad Muma. So I'll have to look up a little bit more of these guys, so I apologize. I can't really comment too fully on that. But I have heard a lot of people like Chanel, so I understand. All right, phone numbers on the screen. You got 10 minutes. Let's try to burn through three more calls. Let's get three more calls. We could do this. We could do this. You got three minutes to plead your case. What do the Jets do in the NFL draft? So this one, Starship IPA. Voodoo Ranger. Who we got? Who's ringing in my ears right now? Call from Nick. Nick, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, man? I'm trying to hang in there. Tell me how you, you feel. Hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. How do you feel about the Jets and the NFL Hello? draft this year? Hello? 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 Oh, no. You have been ejected from the cockpit, my friend. That's not fun. I don't like seeing that. I want everyone to have fun in the cockpit. Phone number's on the screen. Who's calling? Call from Baumhouse Clay Rock. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up? Ah, I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. How are you feeling about the NFL draft? Man, if we can grab Garner mm-hmm. the, for the fourth pick Ooh. and get London's number 10, I would be a stun. Oh, so what are you going to do at edge then? Because that's my biggest fear. Like, I, I know we, I, I talked about it the other day with the Mel Kuyper mock draft where he had Drake London at four and he had Sauce Gardner at 10. And I think edge has to be one of those top two picks. So you're going the opposite route. What? Well, check this. If we mm-hmm. get Garner at four, mm-hmm. and if we get Jermaine Johnson at ten, and we get the Pickens guy from Georgia, Woo-hoo. our first pick in the second round, and we get the Penn State safety, oh. man. Oh, I love it. But didn't you just right? 
I, dude, I'm right there with you. I'm 100% on board with that. But didn't you just say receiver at 10? You're confusing me now. Yeah, but you did say we need to – we did – the guy from Pitt, the guy from Georgia, he'll make it to the second round, I would say. Yeah, I, dude, Pickens, there, there's a lot of guys like Pickens, Dotson, Watson. Definitely the guy from – definitely the guy from um, – with that plate um, – North Dakota State, Watson. North Dakota, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would be surprised if he went in the first round. My only fear is that the Chiefs and the Packers at the tail end of the first both traded away their wide receivers, and I could see them trying to re-up wide receivers on five-year cheap contracts with their enormously expensive quarterbacks. So I might have to trade in front of them. But I'm okay with moving up for a wide receiver. I think the Jets are too. Definitely. So check this. What if the Jets traded their fourth pick to get two late first rounders? So like the Packers or like maybe the Eagles. Eagles. Or there you go. Yeah. No. Look, I if the Eagles want to come up and they want to give us say pick fifteen and nineteen, or the Packers want to come up and give us twenty two and twenty eight or whatever picks they are, I would need other picks involved with it as well. Um, right. No, I shouldn't say other picks, but I, there would need to be more because that's a far drop. But I do think the Jets have the opportunity because they are in front of Atlanta, because they're in front of Carolina to allow a team to come up for a quarterback. And I do think that the Steelers provide Steelers, very, yes, this, yes, that's the one because you can get Claypool yep. in a trade to solve a need. You can move yep. back and you could probably, you're probably getting their first next year. And I think they're going to be a bad team. Even if they get the quarterback, I think they're going to be a bad team right. next year. And that could be a top 10 pick. Definitely, man. Definitely. I like where you're coming from, man. It was great being on the phone with you. I'm looking dead at you on YouTube, man. <laughs> ah, dude, I love it, bro. It was thank outstanding. you. So- Seriously, thank you so much for calling it. It means the absolute world to me. But you've been ejected from the cockpit. You're out of here. Ah, I love it. He gets me excited. Thank you. The fact that you guys are just hanging out with me rambling about jet shit on a fucking Monday night. Cheers means a lot who we got call from nick nick what's up dude welcome to the cockpit hey ryan can you hear me oh yeah i can hear you what's going on brother uh uh, not much man i just want to say first of all uh one thing uh you guys you and the whole jet group y'all made my off season 10 times better so i just want to say thank you absolutely brother dude it's a lot of fun like i don't want to say like it's a lot of work on the youtube side of things but i legitimately love talking to all you guys like i like dms twitter like legitimately you send me a message i like becca gets pissed at me for actually responding to everything but i try to respond (laughs) to as much as i can right i feel you the uh, (laughs) second thing i want to say is to the screwball that said the trade for Baker Mayfield using Zach Wilson. I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, dude, he's what a troll. Get that. He Yo, he's he's high on his own supply. That's what it is. Biggie Smalls I, I would be upset. Too. I would have booted him too. Oh, but, uh, I love it. I also, my last thing I want to say before I hang up and let you keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. is uh, we are going to make Tyreek mm-hmm. eat those words and my man Sauce and Bryce Hall lock him up twice this year. Oh, dude, I want to bracket this dude so bad. Like, I want Whitehead coming down and laying the boom on Tyreek with dude, that, sauce. That would, I don't like. <sighs> if, I don't care if they win as long as Tyreek just like is absolutely nowhere to be found on the field at all. Dude, I will take that like 
Ah, uh, dude, I like legitimately want our defense to just be like known to be that nasty defense. Like, yo, you don't want to come across the middle on the jet defense. Like, that's the type of defense I want. Like, I don't care if we have that bend but don't break. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, I think the the strides they've made for the off season, I think we're gonna see a huge difference. I really do. Oh, dude, I really, I, I not even just that. Like, you think of all the players they brought in this year, but you're also getting Carl Lawson, Mackay Becton, and Lamarcus Joyner back. Like, we didn't uh, see them exciting. last year. No, what, what? Uh, Lamarcus Joyner had like what four snaps or something? Yeah, something he, was, he was like out that. in the first half of the uh, week one. Becton got knocked out at the beginning part of the third quarter, yeah. I think, in game one. Lawson, you um, know, before the, you, the 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 I, Packers game. Yeah, I I think. Just saying, I think Sam Donald would have lost that game if uh, we had a full, healthy. Oh, you know 100%. I mean? like, dude. We didn't lose Lamarcus. I, we didn't lose Beckton. Uh, dude, if we had all three of those guys, like, I think we're pinning our ears back and we're just gunning for Sam. The fact that they had that long connection to Robbie, just like, uh, I was like, really? Like, come on. Like, we could go so many different directions, and that's what we got. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but hey, I'm, I'm going to get going. You have a great night, man, and I appreciate everything you do, bro. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate the call, and I look forward to talking to you in the future. That's it! You're out of here! From the cockpit. We got three minutes. Let's get another call in here. Come on, boys and girls. If you're hanging out, drop a like on the like button. Does not hurt. Helps the YouTube algorithm. Means a lot. Come on! Begging for likes. What am I doing? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who we got? From. Mark from the Jersey Shore. Mark from the Jersey Shore. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Uh oh. You're out of here. Don't have the stream on in the background because there's a delay. Ah, oh, brother. Mark from the Jersey Shore. I'm so sorry. Turn off your uh, your your stream in the background so I don't hear an echo. I get to be the uh, the jerk like the guy on the radio. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, don't play the thing. I've called into... Uh... What, what, what the hell is the name? I'm, I'm drinking too much. I'm confusing myself. Um, I've called into ESPN New York multiple times. And on the phone, they're like, hey, make sure you turn off your phone call or your radio in the background and just listen to the phone. That's what's going on here. I don't want to hear... The show in the background. Greenbean, I see you in the chat. Greenbean's doing a, I think he's doing a stream after this. Let's get one more call. We got one more call in here. I know it's we're right at 10 o'clock, but you guys are right there. Right there. <laughs> Greenbean showtime. Greenbean starts at, I think, what is he, 10.15 or 10.30? He'll be there. Who we got? Call from... Yeah. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, brother? How you doing? Nah, I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. How you feeling about the NFL draft? Man, I I can't wait, man. It's let me tell you, man. I I think this is it's it's pretty much like last year. We don't know what the Jets are gonna do, man. It, it could go anyways at four. But what I'm looking forward is maybe we can trade down from four. Um, and um, so, like, Pittsburgh, because I'm really hearing Pittsburgh really liking this Willis kid. 
Yeah, dude. So, and hopefully get like Johnson at 10. He could fall to us at 10 because I'm thinking Giants might get Walker mm-hmm. at 6. What do you think about that? So, I think what happens is the Giants are going to go offensive line at 5. I do think that there's a fear that the Carolina Panthers, if they don't get their wide receiver, or if they don't get their quarterback at uh, 6, like let's say Willis goes at 4. Uh, or two or whatever and the Jets trade out I do think Giants go offensive line at five I think the Panthers could go pick it at six because they have been linked to him and I do think that the Giants wind up going with an edge rusher at pick seven I think it's going to be both lines I think it's going to be offensive line then defensive line for the Giants yeah yeah that does sound good right there um I'm thinking um with with I think if we if we can trade down, here's my thing, if we can trade down for four mm-hmm. and hopefully like Johnson can fall to us at ten, we can um we'll have let's say if it's Pittsburgh, we'll have Pittsburgh's pick mm-hmm. at number twenty and then we still have two uh second round picks. We can trade those two second round picks, um, maybe move up to get like uh uh the kid from Alabama, Williamson, oh, yeah. uh Jameson and then yeah. And then use that last pick for like a corner or maybe like a safety or something. Yeah, well, don't even, I mean, think of this too. You got to think that the if the Jets trade down with the Steelers, they're going to get a bunch of picks. So not even just 20. They're probably getting one, two, three Claypool plus picks next year. Like there's going to be a lot of firepower for this team. We're going to be a really, really young team. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely, man. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Ryan, for, you know, uh, all you do, man. Thank you for having me on this call, and uh, have a great night. Dude, brother, thank you so much for calling in. It really means a lot. I look forward to talking to you in the future, but you've been ejected <laughs> from the cockpit. Uh, boys and girls, it's a lot of fun hanging out with you, talking with you every night. Baby girl comes in June, which means I might be doing more live streams than my regular videos, unfortunately. Got to prioritize the family life over the uh, the YouTube life. But uh, it'll be fun. The community we have for the draft and for the Jets and everything like that is really strong. So I look forward to having you guys here for draft day. Myself, O'Leary, and Green Bean are going to have a lot of fun. Everything's getting better. Each year, you look at the draft in 2020, you look at the draft in 2021. Each year, we're getting a little bit better at doing what we do. And we have a little bit more fun each time. Philip drops in with Super Chat right at the end. He says, is it safe to get Zach Wilson jersey or wait another year? Philip, I believe in Zach Wilson. I really do. I think the kid's got all the talent in the world. I love the chemistry that he has with his receivers. The little bit of a nucleus that we have with Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios, Zach Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Michael Carter, all these players... Really gets me excited. Would I pull the trigger on a Zach Wilson jersey? You could. You definitely could. I think I would probably wait another year. Let's see if he takes this step this year. I think he's got all the talent in the world. This guy is the type of quarterback you want to compete with a Patrick Mahomes, to compete with a Josh Allen, to compete with a Lamar Jackson. There are a lot of really good quarterbacks in this AFC. And I think Zach Wilson, if he hits the ceiling that he's capable of hitting is 100% the quarterback you want the New York Jets to have. This is not like a Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones, to me, will never hit that ceiling. 
Tua Tungavailoa will never hit that ceiling. Zach Wilson can 100% be Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. He can hit that ceiling. He's got the athletic gifts. He's got the mind to do it. Can we surround him with the talent? Can he take that next step? That's what I want to see. Guys, I am so excited to hang out with you for draft day. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with you guys tonight. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. My name's Ryan. This is Jets Talk signing off. G-E-T-S.